Yo, 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 well, what's up, man? What's up, man? How you been, brother? Yo, what's good, Slits? How you? Yo, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate that you took the time out your day so we could get this little thing together, get this started. Of course, man. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. What's going on? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Today, the first ever... I'm going to just call it the state of the New York. I'm going to just call it state of the New York. Like, All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm call it for now. All right. The state of the New York. So we get, we going to find some new, probably weeks from now, when we when we get in tune, mm-hmm. in tune, we can go for that for now. But we going to start it off with, I think we should start off with how we became fans. Okay. Of the New York Knicks. In the Brooklyn Nets, okay. but I want you to start off first because I'm I'm very interested in that. <laughs> All right, well, gotta, gotta start off with that. All right, man. So basically, I became a Brooklyn Nets fan as soon as the New Jersey franchise decided to take the the um, bring it back to Brooklyn. You know, so because um, as you know, before they were the New York Nets before. And, you know, with Julia serving and everything, when they were in the ABA, it's the same franchise. And then it became the New Jersey Nets. But um, as you know, at 2012, you know, they officially decided to bring it to Brooklyn. And so, um, quick, I, quick question. Okay. You, do you hate the Lakers as much as I do? No, I don't hate the Lakers, man. I can't, <laughs> I can't hate the Lakers. In 2000, I know they swept y'all. I think it's 2002, I believe. Okay. Yeah, they they, they sure did. Uh, with Kobe and, and and Kobe and Shaq when they were, like, at the height of the superpowers. But I, I personally can't hate the Lakers because I've been a LeBron fan ever since, you know. I'm personally a LeBron James fan. And we know he kind of struggling right now with his, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah, the fact that he's not going to be in the playoffs this year, I think, since about 2005. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's all right, man. LeBron my man, too, man. but yeah basically since um since the since the franchise came to um brooklyn in 2012 i've been a fan you know the knicks have been the knicks like forever msg you know since you know walt walt frazier was doing his thing winning championships um the fact that manhattan and all these other balls had to rep new york when Brooklyn got their own franchise, I had the support, you know, regardless. Even though it used to be New Jersey, they came to Brooklyn, and I've been repping ever since. I'm a Brooklyn Knight, born and raised in Crown Heights. I currently live in Bed-Stuy. I work in Bed-Stuy as well, so I have to BK all day. That's just what it is. Yo, yeah, man. That's <laughs> man. Me, I can't even lie to you, brother. I became a Knicks fan. Like, I Last year, mm-hmm. Porzingis was healthy. Okay. You know, Porzingis go down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my whole, since last year, January, I was telling people, you know what? I, I need the new coach to be David Fisdale. I said, first off, first. Oh, word? You did say that. Yeah, I Fisdale. That was my first hire. Because you okay. know, it was over for him in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Memphis already camped him for the whole mm-hmm. season. We still had Jeff Hornacek. He the hell he was doing. Phil, like, it was just all, like, oh, man, Phil Jackson. But 
you know, for the past two years, I know a lot of Knicks history, you know, 1973, our last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> Mellow, it's been tough, man. Isaiah, oh, man. Mellow. Ownership. You know, I wanted Fizda as my first coach hire. I wanted Kevin Knight. Okay. Bad pick, too. So they got okay. Both. Um, we got Scott Perry. I like what he's doing. I, I just like mm-hmm. the franchise. You know, you can't get mad at a rebuilding franchise. Absolutely. Uh, you know, man, Knicks for life, man. I started this <laughs> last year, actually. Um, okay. He, he, he put the idea in my head. You know, you talk a lot about the Knicks, so you might as well start your own podcast. That made okay. me, right? That's what made me hit you up and say, you know what? I know somebody I know love the mm-hmm. so I gotta see if I could get somebody to collaborate so we could get something together but here we are yes <laughs> we are <laughs> so you know that's a little bit of it though you know mm-hmm. I got a young uh-huh. but let's let, let's get into the rosters you know okay um, I want to I want to know what you like about the roster what you don't like about the roster and then free agency, who would you like to be added to the roster? I well, first of all, you know, the, the current Brooklyn roster, for those that don't know, even though we're, we're, like, we're making a playoff push, I believe we're currently seventh in the West. I mean, sure. excuse me, seventh in the West. We're seventh in the East, pardon me. And um, this is one of the first times we've been in a playoff contention since, I think, I don't know, since... I believe since wow. Darren Williams and Joe, yeah, like Darren Williams and Joe Johnson, you know, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, since they were all still playing on the same team, you know. Yeah. Um, but right now, obviously, we have none of those guys there right now. Right now, we got uh, number one, I'm going to start with D'Angelo Russell D. who's taking his career to another level. You know, the Lakers, you talk about the Lakers being regretful to let one go. D. was definitely the one that they let go, you know. Yeah, that was, that was a bad trade. Absolutely. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot had happened in the Lakers franchise as far as him snitching with Nick Young and everything like that. He was the number one, two, he was the number two overall pick, you know. So he was projected to do a lot, you know, more things than he had been currently doing in LA. So you know, you know what I like about D'Angelo that I okay. he he got a lot of like his pace of the game. Mm-hmm. He, like the game is at his own pace. I like mm-hmm. D'Angelo. He got a lot of control in his game. I'm telling you, man. Like he and and he's a he was voted an All Star. Brooklyn ain't have an All Star since probably Joe Johnson. When the last time I think Joe Johnson is playing in a big three league right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the yeah. fact that <laughs> the fact that we got an All Star that Brooklyn, you know, finally got an All Star. That's that's a plus. And I don't know if you've seen that game. I, I believe it was Tuesday. Where they came back on Sacramento, they came back. That was the biggest. That was the biggest comeback victory in Brooklyn history. Yeah, Angelo had forty-four. He had a career high with I think about twelve assists. Man, I mean, come on, man. He just he's just making his case for most improved player of the year. You know, not even just being an All Star. You know, so D'Angelo, I have to start with him. You know, we love him on our roster. Number two, you you got your guy Joe Harris. If you don't know who Joe Harris is, people out there. This is a guy that beats Stephen Curry in the three-point contest. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I was Anybody saying. that beats the best shooter alive in a three-point contest, you know, we have to make sure that he's a part of our roster. 
I was watching All Star, the All Star three point contest that day, and I was, yo, he set off the tone. I believe he was the very first contestant to start off the competition, and he hit like twenty five out of thirty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He set the tone. He calm shooter. Calm shooter. You, you feel what I'm saying? And he's been doing that since, you know, quietly and calmly for since the, you know, and as soon as the beginning of the season hit, you know, nobody really knew his name until that All-Star game when he beat Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry, three-time champion, Stephen Curry, the best shooter alive. He beat him in a head-to-head competition, in a head-to-head competition shooting threes. So the fact that he's a part of Brooklyn, you know, that's definitely a plus with us. So I'm big. that's another guy on our roster. Number three is, um, you know, Karis LeVert. A lot of people don't know when Karis LeVert while, you know, before he got injured during the season, he was playing like he was having career highs and a whole bunch of numbers. He was doing his damn thing. Yeah. He's a good player. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So he was, um, you know, and unfortunately he got hurt, but he's currently back right now, fitting himself right back into a um, prime position while, you know, Brooklyn makes a, a, a playoff push. Some people was arguing before he got hurt that he was actually the best player that Brooklyn had. This is before D'Angelo started now, he, completely breaking out. He was. Yeah. He was. At that time, he was. He's Absolutely. Playing like, he's playing like the best player. When he Absolutely. got hurt, D'Angelo just took over. He was, Absolutely, man. <laughs> he took over. He, he took over. He, he's, he's a good point guard, man. Yeah, I, man. I think I will give D'Angelo five years, $100 million. I mean, hey, he's playing like it. He's playing. He's playing like he's trying to get that contract. You know, Spencer Dinwiddie got that contract. You know, he's that's a likely um, six man. Not likely. He's a six man of the year candidate. I like he got yes. that three year, thirty four million dollar extension. You know, that's a guy coming off the bench. It's just instant offense. He's probably averaging about at least 15, 16 points straight off the bench. He's an excellent hire. And, you know, with those four guys that I mentioned, that's the young core. And you got the, you know, the savvy veterans on the squad, like Alan Crabb, prolific three-point shooter. Um, you got Jared Dudley, who's been a journeyman in the NBA for some time. Ed Davis, who actually, um, you know, he's been on Portland. He's a great rebounder. And with that mixture of young guys, young talent, and, and, and the veteran presence, it's produced the Brooklyn Nets to just overachieve this season, man. Nobody thought that they was going to have a winning, a winning record, let alone be eligible to be make, trying to make the playoffs. And like I said, that game that they had against Sacramento when it came down from at least 25, if I'm not mistaken, that was the biggest comeback in Brooklyn history with D'Lo leading the charge, man. So, you know, I, I feel confident that Brooke, this playoff push that Brooklyn is, is, is trying to work on, they're going to be successful. So, it's all about, you know, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets, you know, in the playoffs 2019. Something that the Knicks can't say, unfortunately, you know. No, <laughs> 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 no. Nah, nah. But, I mean, you could, yeah, you could get out of us for now. We got a, you know, a nice little young core. I, I actually like this young core. But okay. I'm going to start off with uh, Kevin Knox. Okay. Now, Years old mm-hmm. Kentucky player. I, I wanted him because what I noticed, noticed in college, he still didn't know how to play. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So since he still didn't know how to play, mm-hmm. and he still had that little floater, he still got dribble moves, handle moves, prototypical player for the 2019 NBA. Not here. He averaged 12.3 points per game. Mm-hmm. 19. Remember, Giannis only averaged. 
what, 6.9 points per game. Okay. Paul George, 7.8 7. 8 points per game. Mm-hmm. A wide 7.9. So he's already a Redditor. Mm-hmm. I had him. Knox only like 143 rookies since 1979. Mm-hmm. So average 12 points and four rebounds per game. Mm-hmm. So it was some good stats there. Okay. One of the rookies to ever get 25 and 15 rebounds per game. Wow. Of a rookie. LeBron James. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got, you got a couple guys there. Um, mm-hmm. Next rookie that I could say, Lonzo Trier. Okay. He averaged 11. He was excellent, man. I had, him on my, I had him on my fantasy team. He was dogging for the early part of the Yo, season. Yo, ISO is... <laughs> I saw he just cried too much for 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 calls. Like he need to understand. <laughs> he can stop crying. But I can see him future six man of the year once he okay. learn how to home a little more because he, he do got tunnel vision sometimes. Okay. You know he shoots forty five percent from the field, forty one percent from three. That's awesome. Great percentage. Uh-huh. But he's twenty two years old rookie. Um, we got Damian Dotson. Mm-hmm. 10 points a game, four rebounds. He's been killing lately, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of 20-point games from Damian Dodson, shooting guard, small forward. Mm-hmm. I like him as a role player. We got him next year for, like, $1.6 million. Mm-hmm. So, he only, uh, you, you need great role players like that. Let's say if we do sign Kevin Durant, or Kevin Durant picks the Nets. Like, you got to have young players on cheap contracts. That <laughs> Damian Dodson is really a good player. Mm-hmm. I'll say Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, he averaged 12 points. I like Dennis Smith Jr. I don't like Den- Dennis Smith Jr. He's kind of like an upgrade for Moutier. I have okay. this. Emmanuel Moutier. is terrible. <laughs> Moutier, since he Come back from injury, mm-hmm. the Knicks has allowed 110 more points per game. We've mm-hmm. allowed 92. He's terrible on both sides of the ball, but I understand we tanking, so I'm not going to get that agitated at a young 22-year-old, but, <laughs> you know. Um, you got Luke Cornette. You got a couple guys who mm-hmm. for cheap contracts. No Vonley. He's hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Frank Nicolina. I didn't even get to mention him, but he's hurt right now. Hopefully mm-hmm. he comes back Friday. I need to see some offense, but you know, you got to build the system. And one thing that people fail to realize the Nets did, like, this is not the first year the Nets had that call. Like, mm-hmm. This is the second, third year when guys, play, when guys know how to play together. It's not mm-hmm. like they just they just blossom. The Nuggets, they, you just don't young and just blossom. You got to learn how to play together. So, That's I'm kind of envious of that, but we in the first year of our rebuild, so well, not first, but five. But mm-hmm. yeah, this management. Um, but it's looking good though. It's looking good though. I, I mean, a lot of a lot a lot of what y'all trying to do is based on next season, right? You, you know, you talk about free agency. I mean, a lot of people might as well say that Zion is already a Nick, but we have to go through the process, man. It's the worst three teams. <laughs> The worst three teams with the worst three records have the best chance. They have the most of a chance to try and get that number one pick. But yeah, it's not locked in. It's only a 14% chance, man. 14% chance, brother. And, and it's crazy when you go on Tankathon and you click 
The Pelicans, what will piss me off the most is if the Mavericks get the number one pick. But oh, I ain't going. <laughs> oh man, you know what they got over there. You know they done took took your prize possession, so I, I definitely understand that. <laughs> it would be a bomb fight. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it would definitely be a bomb fight. But um, definitely free agency. Free agency is going to be definitely something to tell this year mm-hmm. um, who's your top five free agents I mean I mean come on number one you know you know who number one is it's, it's got to be Kevin Durant you know what I'm saying Kevin Durant Kevin Durant is one of the Kevin Durant yeah absolutely man Kevin Durant is one of the best players honestly already in NBA history one of the best shooters he's a complete you know freak of nature you know, a lot of people might talk about how sensitive he is and everything and how he has an attitude. It don't matter, man. When it comes to basketball, this guy's the last guy, the last guy to go at LeBron James head-to-head in the last two finals and beat him. You understand what I'm saying? LeBron James, my favorite player, by the way, he's a once-in-a-generation type player. And, you know, he's been in the finals eight straight times, correct? These last two times, Kevin Durant has not just, you know, competed against him. He's completely beaten him. People will argue saying how Golden State has the better team, and they do. But it doesn't mean that Kevin Durant hasn't showed up, man. He's, he's a 50-40. You, you feel me? He's, he's a 50-40-90 winner, um, yeah. two-time finals MVP, one-time regular season MVP, four-time scoring champion. If Brooklyn can lock down the Durantula, you know what I'm saying? Then I, I don't I don't care who I don't care who's trying to come up against us, man. <laughs> we are taking you know some hardware home. We're not just looking to get to the playoffs. We'd be looking to get far in the playoffs and you know hopefully bring a championship back to Brooklyn. You feel me? But number one, it would definitely be Kevin Durant. Um, number two, I would say Clay Thompson, man. Clay Thompson is probably one of the most underappreciated players in the league. Still, still. Still, yeah. Clay Thompson is the definition. He's the definition of a 3D guy. You know what I'm saying? You know, Steph Curry is the best shooter alive, but you cannot talk about, you know, the top five best shooters ever. And I mentioned Clay Thompson. Also, defensively, he's going to lock down. He's most likely going to lock down your best perimeter player. And he's as tough as bones. I think people are forgetting 2016 Western Conference Finals. You know, even though Golden State lost that finals to Cleveland in 2016, um, they were down 3-1 against the Oklahoma City Thunder, you know, against Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. They were down 3-1. One of those games, yeah, I'm telling you, man, game six was at OKC, and he had one of the best playoff games in NBA history, man. Like, he hit, like, I believe he had 11 or 12 threes in OKC with a young, vibrant you know, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. He's the I believe he's the one that saved the Warriors season. Because remember, that was the year that they went 72 and, and 73 and 9. They had the best record in NBA history, you know. And they, yeah. like I said, they were down to OKC 3-1. And Klay Thompson, I don't care what nobody say, Klay Thompson was the one that saved their season, you know, up until LeBron James beat them in the finals, you know. But Klay Thompson would be an excellent addition to Brooklyn. Everybody... 
every team needs a three and D guy, and Clay Thompson is the he's the epitome of the three and D. So number one would be Kevin Durant. Number two would be Clay Thompson. Um, I would say, honestly, DeMarcus Cousins would probably have to be number three. You know, if you follow in Golden State again, you see DeMarcus Cousins, he came, you know, came back from his Achilles tear injury. And I've seen a couple of games watching Golden State where he's been slowly coming back in the form. You know what I'm saying? He's a big guy. And they talk about injuries like that to big guys. They usually don't make them the same. But, I mean, I've seen numerous games with DeMarcus Cousins and Golden State, at, you know, getting 20 points. Question. Question. About yeah. Question. Okay. What position would he play? Were you playing power forward next to Jared Allen? Nah, not even. I'd, 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 I'd sign him in. I'd, I'd probably make him the center, honestly. Um, Jared Allen, I, you know, he's another guy, young kid on the roster who's doing things for Brooklyn, very energetic player, you know, um, hard rebounder, uh, you know, plays defense. Everybody knows him as the guy that swatted LeBron, you know, early in this season with his juke throw and everything. You know, that's another reason how Brooklyn got on the map, man. I, I think that, I've seen that picture a whole lot of times. I think they have that on the Barclays Center, like that frame. A Jarrett Allen swat on LeBron James is probably like the highlight of his career. But DeMarcus Cousins, he's not just any other, you know, I wouldn't play him alongside Jarrett Allen. I'd, I'd, I'd start DeMarcus Cousins and then just go from there. You feel what I'm saying? He's a facilitator, yeah. you know, excellent IQ. The way that he can, you know, take bigger dudes off the dribble with his, you know, handle. He can shoot from the outside. You know, I'm. why not pair him with D'Angelo Russell and have all the shooters around him, make him, you know, one of the cornerstones of your franchise. I, I, Jared Allen is good, but I get DeMarcus Cousins and then see what we can do later, see what Kenny Atkinson can cook up later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be that, – that's cool. Absolutely. So, number one, Kevin Durant. Number two, Klay Thompson. Three, DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, number four, I would say Jimmy Butler. He's another, you know, 3 and D guy. You know what I'm saying? He might be a little wacko. We see what happened in Minnesota earlier this season. <laughs> he, done, he done been on a couple teams, you know, throwing fits with the coaches and everything. And he's a little weirdo, but you see how he's thriving now in Philly, you know, in his role. Like I said, he's a guy that could take dudes off the dribble, create his own shot. You know, when he was Chicago, he hung his head on defense as well, too. So, like I said, another 3 and D guy that can definitely help Brooklyn out as we get on the rise. So, I'm going to pre one more time. Kevin Durant, number one. Klay Thompson, number two. DeMarcus Cousins, number three. Jimmy Butler, number four. And the last guy I would pick, you know, he's pretty low uh, on this list. A lot of guys would probably have him higher, but number five would have to be, you know, Kawhi Leonard. Um, the reason why I picked Kawhi Leonard is number well, I mean, his his play speaks for itself. Another, you know, arguably one of the top five best players in the league, definitely top ten. He's another guy that's a lockdown defender. You know, he's gonna lock down your best perimeter player. And um, if he was to come to Brooklyn, he would definitely be an asset for obvious reasons with his skill set. But I picked him as number five because he's just a weird dude, man. Like I, I don't, I don't know. If, if you also been watching Santa, he left San Antonio, you know, based on certain situations with Greg Popovich. But I mean, I don't know, man. Like he should have. He they the Spurs Why? are driving right now. If you see them right Why? now, they just beat Golden State, I believe. 
you know, yeah. for their ninth win. So um, his skill set is amazing, but he, he's just a weird dude. And it, we don't even know if he's going to stay in Toronto. Toronto has been doing excellent since he's been over there as well. So that's why I said he'd definitely be an asset to Brooklyn. But he's just he's just weird, bro. You, you see, he's just a weird guy. So I'm, I'm not sure. But those are definitely... Those are definitely the top five agents I would choose. Number one, KD. Number two, Clay. Number three, Demarcus. Number four, Jimmy. And number five, I'd round it out with, with the claw, you know, Kawhi Leonard. The Kevin Durant. You both, number one, Kevin Durant. Um, mm-hmm. I ain't going to really get into deep with that. He'll just fit with the roster. I like him with Kevin Knox. I like him with uh, the young guards. I just like him, Perry. He's not like LeBron. I love LeBron, too, my favorite player. Mm-hmm. LeBron is ball dominant. Kevin Knox is more of a, I mean, Kevin Durant is more of a seamless fit. Mm-hmm. Ball player on the ball. So that's the reason why I want Kevin Durant. Number two, I want Kawhi Leonard because he's quiet. He's going to sit down the media. Then ask him something ridiculous. I want to only want to talk basketball. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi, he's a hard worker, NBA champion, youngest final, definitely. So defensive player of the year, so he would definitely help you. I think he could play three positions, shooting guard, forward, power forward. Um, he's a great player, man. I, I definitely want Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Third, I want Clay. Best, okay. one of the best shooters alive. Um, Absolutely. This guy, his defense is amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he will become this kind of defensive player, but he definitely plays a lot of defense. He deserves mm-hmm. to be a forward defensive player. Um, I don't know, first team, second team, I don't know, but he definitely deserves it because he definitely mm-hmm. covers Steph Curry a lot. Um, <laughs> great seamless fit. Not going to complain too much. Not going to lie. Um. Next, I will say, this is pretty low, but I would say I want Patrick Beverly. Wow. If we get okay. Only if we get a if we get a superstar, I would say Patrick Beverly. Wow. <laughs> I want Patrick Beverly. I want okay. Defensive minded guy, tough nose. Nobody gonna punk him. If you get a guy like Kevin Durant, you get a guy. Patrick Beverly, nobody gonna punk them guys. You know, you got the young guys in the locker room. You want guys like that who gonna run through a wall for you. And last but not least, this one was hard for me too, cause but I say Kyrie. Kyrie, I, yeah, he's my last pick. Hmm. Okay, I don't. I. I Kyrie, I love Kyrie, but he's ball dominant. He's small. He's going to get exploited. I was watching the game the other day. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Buckley right on him, backed him down, shot the J. And it was like every time, I don't know what's going on in Boston. I mean, maybe those guys in Boston, they won without him, so they feel like they don't really need him no more. I think so that's maybe, the case, man. I mean, Kyrie's, like, Kyrie's exceptional, but. You know, he he's kind of he's kind of a he's kind of like his own whirlwind. You know what I'm saying? Like he he says certain things and does certain things where guys are just taken aback. Like what? Like you know what I'm saying? But he's he's having an exceptional season. 
You know, I Kyrie, I didn't choose Kyrie because we already got an all-star point guard that's doing this thing right now. So, you know, yeah. if we you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't I wouldn't take anybody that's up playing D'Angelo Russell right now. No way, no how. You know, if if you seen it, he said he's built for this, you know what I'm saying? The last game versus Sacramento, that was that was the nail in the coffin, let him know he's built, you know, for to take Brooklyn, you know, far and beyond, you know, what we were initially thinking when we first even acquired him. So Kyrie's excellent NBA champion, prolific scorer, one of the best, you know, finishers in the NBA. He probably has the best handle in the NBA, but you know, we're we're Brooklyn, we we good on we're good on Kyrie right now until further notice. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know how long did it take for the Brooklyn Nets to start installing a real system? I mean, with, with you know, Brooklyn, like if I mean, yeah, yeah. Talk to me, talk to me. What you mean? Um, because. You know, I we have Fizdale, right? Of course. So you have the same Kenny Atkinson. I yes. His name is. Yep, Kenny Atkinson. It's a coach. Yeah, coach for the past three years. So I know okay. your coach. He didn't come in and just implement his system. He mm-hmm. didn't just just start it all. Mm-hmm. So, at what point did you start seeing them turn it around? Like as far as basketball wise, like oh, they moving off the ball. Oh, they doing off-ball screens. You know, you know things of that. Nigga. I mean, I mean, for in order to have a good team, you gotta have a, a roster that's completely bought into the system. You know, uh, Kevin, I'm Kevin, Kenny Atkinson. You know, he's been there for a little bit, but you need talent in order to run your system. It don't matter if you have the, you know, great, you know, Phil Jackson's uh, triangle, or you know, you have a. Uh, West Coast running gun style. You gotta have time in order to fulfill your, you know, your in order to fulfill the goals for the team. Like you know, D'Angelo, Jeremy Lin was the point start a point guard beforehand um, while Kenny Atkinson was there, and a lot of things just didn't go right, man. As far as Brooklyn was concerned, we had a lot of um, misfortune, you know, even from its inaugural season. Uh, Prokhorov, the owner, he tried to you know go for the home run so early when he traded for Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and then Max, the, you know, Max the men with Darren Williams and Joe Johnson. Billy King. Yeah, you Billy know. King. He got a whole, he got oh. a whole named after him. Who yeah. I mean, hey, well, we got, we got, we got Sean Marks now as the GM and he's doing an excellent yeah. job as far as, you know, the acquisitions he's made and um, you got to give Kenny Atkinson, you got to give Kenny Atkinson credit on uh, motivating these guys to, you know, overachieve, man. I'm sure a lot of people didn't have Brooklyn, you know, being in this playoff hunt when the, when the um, season started, but Karis LeVert was coming into his own. D'Angelo Russell still had a chip on his shoulder, man. He, he was shipped off from L.A., and he was the number two overall pick, you know? So he probably saw an opportunity in order to take this franchise in his hands, and he's embraced it. You know, averaging 20 points, um, averaging 20 and six, I believe, this year as a point guard as a starting point guard, and he's still only, like, what, 22, 23 years old, man? He has his whole career ahead of him. 23. Yeah, 23. So he's just – he has his whole career ahead of him. And, you know, being an all-star, that definitely gives you confidence. And um, he really started to take it to another level when Karis LeVert got hurt. As I said earlier, you know, Karis LeVert was playing some of his best basketball, and he went down. So I know D'Angelo took it upon himself to, like, really – 
put the franchise on his back and carried him to some wins. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been at multiple Brooklyn Mets games in the Balkans already, and they just all look like they're just having so much fun playing. Man, they play hard. They play gritty. It's not been all, there's not been one game in which I haven't seen them and they weren't competitive. You know what I'm saying? Before, Brooklyn used to be laughing stock as far as like, you know, oh, they just, they messed up their picks from before. You know, it's the Brooklyn Nets. What are they doing? But Brooklyn is here right now, man. And like I said, that game against Sacramento with him, I mean, D'Angelo had his career high, man, 44 points. And, you know, uh, that, that team just came together when, that team just came together when it was time to. Rondé Hollis Jefferson, he's the one that hit the game winning bucket. You know, he's a good, you know, all around man. His jump shot could get a little better, but he's definitely a, a good defender. He's kind of like a, one of the glue guys. Um, you know, I mentioned Joe Harris already. I mentioned Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, um, Alan Crabb, Jared Dudley. You know, they just have the perfect mixture of um, veterans and young core talent in order to do some major things, man, and make, make themselves attractive for the summer. So watch out for us landing one of those big fish. We might not get all of them, but we definitely going to get some of them, man. I agree. I agree. But unfortunately for you, I say the best basketball player in New York. For life, okay. Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> oh, all right. All right, man. Okay. This guy. First of all, let me just read you some stats real quick. All right, let me know what's up. He just broke Patrick Ewing rookie record. 29 straight games with a block. Okay. He just got 19 straight games with two blocks. Shattered it. Knicks rookie record. I think that's the Mm. NBA record. No, the NBA record is 24 by team. No, Mm. by David. Excuse me. And he just broke yesterday while we got stomped by the Utah Jazz. I don't even want to talk about the game. That's why (laughs) it was 74 47 at that. But anyway, (laughs) wow. He just broke Kristaps Porzingis rookie record for total blocks. He has 135 blocks right now. Wow. Is shooting 79% from the field since February. (laughs) <laughs> this wow. he's 20 years old two years removed from high school did not play college basketball I think 30s I'll give you this if the Lakers had Mitchell Robinson right now they would be in the playoffs <laughs> oh man why are you going to mention Mitchell Robinson hey, come on all those stats are excellent as far as defensively, but don't don't mention. We all know the biggest reason why the Lakers aren't in the playoffs is because of LeBron James. He's done good as far as putting up the stats. He's done, but the bad as well. He's missed eighteen games, man, and he's probably ostracized his teammates. <laughs> Honestly, I I kind of agree. I I I'll give you this. If you had a share of blame pile, I think LeBron gets 15%. 85% goes to Magic. Let me tell you, you the owner. When you did this past offseason, you just signed a bunch of free agents. You didn't sign no shooters. You don't see mm-hmm. on the roster. And then, you know, Kyle Kuzma, you know, he's first in the league in wide open three-point misses. <laughs> when wow. you play with LeBron, that jersey gets heavy. <laughs> mm. so. You said it. You said it. I mean, I mean, they, Kobe already said it earlier. You know, I think he said it yesterday. 
I mean, LeBron needs this type of season, and that's what, because that's what makes the championships worth it. People yeah, forget. He's paid for AD. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, look, Kobe, Kobe's a, what, five-time NBA champion, you know, three, I think two-time finals MVP. He's seen it all, NBA legend, Laker legend, you know. So um, LeBron, he just came to L.A. He just came. They had him for four years. Obviously, this first year is kind of a dud. You know, he kind of tried to, you know, trade half of his team in order to try to acquire some, you know, Anthony Davis and bring some talent there. But, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. I mean, LeBron is, so is losing some. I, I, hold on, my fault. You mentioned okay. Anthony Davis. I mean, mm-hmm. both New York far, far away from Anthony Davis. <laughs> what? Far away. Nah, man, Anthony Davis is too good. You, you're telling me if Anthony Davis was available to the New York Knicks, y'all wouldn't take him? That, Anthony Davis is one of the top three players in the league. You know what that means? What? Through know, the Mellow Saga. I'm not trying to give you, let's say, if we get Zion Williamson. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to give you Zion, Mitchell Robinson, Kevin Knox, and Alonzo Trier. But I'm not doing that. Because you know why? Remember the 2008 Celtics? Okay. The championships they won. They won one. one. But they won it. I mean, they, 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 they still won it. And the first year that they were put together, they won it. They won the whole thing. It um, works. You know, and we, us New Yorkers, you, you got a young core. The Knicks got a young core. The Nets got okay. a young core. We not mm-hmm. used to having young cores. <laughs> <laughs> You read, you go on Brooklyn Nets Twitter right now, people will go fuming if you try to say, oh, trade Jared Allen. What? <laughs> Not <Anyway>. us, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. If, if we love Jared Allen, man, he's done some great things. But if you're telling me, if you're telling me that all we had to do was trade Jared Allen to acquire Anthony Davis, bro, nah, you see you later. Up. Yeah, you see you later. Up. You got to give up the farm. I mean, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm just letting you know what it is, man. If Anthony Davis, so Anthony Davis is not just a regular player. You feel what I'm saying? That's a guy that can do almost Hurt. anything on the floor, and he's only 25 years old, bro. You talk about having a young core. That is a straight up superstar that we'd be acquiring right there. As long as we don't give up D'Angelo Russell, man, I'm for Anthony Davis. Come through, come to Brooklyn, come, come see, come see what we about. I'm serious, Anthony Davis, please. But, you know, we, we're just going to have to see the upcoming free agency. I, I just know, I know Brooklyn is going to be, you know, in the mix um, with our young core that's actually competitive, you know, fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, we're making ourselves more and more appealing each day. D'Angelo is just going to get better. Karis LeVert is just going to get back to form. Spencer Dinwiddie, we got, you know, guys coming right off the bench scoring points for us. Um, Ed Davis, if we could keep him around, you know, great rebounder and the, 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 the grit and grind that we put in all our games to stay competitive, man, we're, we're set up for something big this summer, bro. I'm telling you, yeah. the Knicks over there, y'all doing okay, but the Nets over here, Brook, Brooklyn, Brooklyn is, Brooklyn is here and we're here to stay, man. All right, man. I hear you, man. Knicks, we on our way. Nah. Robinson, Trey, Dodson, got a young core, DeAndre Jordan, Dennis Smith Jr., Frank Nicolina. You got a couple guys. We we gonna see. Yeah. Um, when, when when we gonna do the next one? <laughs>
We we should do the next one. Next one, the day. I mean, any, any any day is any day. You know, we we'll conjure up. You know, all fan. We'll see. We'll set it up. But we definitely we'll we'll definitely set up next week. Probably in the middle of the week, if not later on at the at the end. Um, later on at the end of, of the week as well too. Um, right now the Knicks currently don't have anything to play for. You know, they're probably trying to lose some more games just to solidify their spot. You know, their top three spot. But as for Brooklyn, every game that we're playing right now. Is um is definitely is definitely a, a fight for the playoffs. You know, um, I'm I'm me personally. I'm just saying it out there. I'm personally going to be at the game on April 10th, which is the last game, the last home game um, of the Nets regular season. It's actually going to be against the Miami Heat. And if the Heat Yo, actually it, don't, yeah, it's crazy. My friend mm-hmm. was talking about going to that game because he wanted to yeah, see. Yeah, man, it, it's gonna. It's, it, it could be Dwayne Wade. Shout out to Dwayne Wade and another NBA legend, three-time NBA champion, third best shooting guard of all time. If you ask me, behind Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, That's um, also one of my favorite players. Um, it could be if they don't make the playoffs, um, the Miami Heat. That would be Dwayne Wade's last game ever in an NBA uniform. That's April 10th, and I'm gonna be there. You know, with the homies repping Brooklyn, trying to solidify a spot in the playoffs. But like the Heat are actually making their own playoff push. I believe that they're eighth in the East right now too, and um, that should be a very highly competitive game um, with all the circumstances that are on the line. So April tenth, I'm gonna be. I might we we might have to report like right after. We might have to set up you know an episode right after that game because um, yeah, hopefully Brooklyn Brooklyn is in the playoffs. And, um, you know, if the Heat are not, it would definitely be an honor just to watch D-Wade, you know, play his, his final game in, a, in, a, in the NBA and, uh, you know, give him a, a solid, you know, a, a hero's, you know, send-off. Because um, if you like LeBron James, man, and LeBron is my favorite player, you got to like D-Wade. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You feel me? D-Wade was an excellent, was a, a very intricate part of LeBron being the player that he is right now. You feel me? So definitely got to be at that game and, and send off my man D-Wade if that happens to be his last game in, in the NBA. Yes, 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 yes. So shout outs to everybody that be tuning in. We appreciate it. Absolutely. We appreciate it. State of the New York Teams <laughs> podcast. Shout out to everybody tuning in. We appreciate the love and support. Absolutely. Definitely gonna put this on anchor tonight. Mm-hmm. This to the people. Um yes. Peace. All right, man. Live from Bed Style in the state of the New York Knicks fans. Peace. And we're gonna see y'all later. Yep. Yep. <laughs>